Hello there, EKN Nation. This is Rob Howden. We are back here on the EKN Radio Network with another edition of This Week in Carding, episode number 12. It is August the 1st, 2019. We flipped the page in the calendar. We are into another month here of the 2019 season. And again, to remind you, uh, This Week in Carding, a, a podcast that uh, in which we kind of bring all the news that came from the EKN homepage, all the primary news of the sport, bring it into podcast form. Perfect for listening on your way to work, on the way home, whatever it may be. Uh, David Cole, of course, joining me here. But let's get things underway. Again, this week in carding, presented today by CRG Nordam. If you want to drive the best, drive a CRG. After years of independent American importers, CRG Nordam is now managed directly by the factory, and run out of their state-of-the-art headquarters in Texas. CRG Nordam is the American arm of the CRG factory in Italy, and they're serious about success. If you're ready to step up to the national level, do it with a factory race team that competes across the USA. CRG Nordam is a full factory effort with the best personnel and the finest equipment. We're serious about winning, and you should be too. So again, CRG Nordam, our presenting sponsor of this particular edition of This Week in Karting. Uh, David, welcome onto the podcast. I know we are slam busy right now. You've got some holiday uh, time coming up next week, and then we're uh, then we're heading into the Scusa Supernat or uh, Summer Nats, rather. Yeah, I don't think there's a perfect time for vacation in any of the no. twelve months that we're we're racing no. because we can't do a Christmas vacation. Well, there's Daytona. We can't do That's one right. in November. Oh yeah, there's Supernats. Um, <laughs> That's it, right? October. Hey, Halloween's there um october's pretty solid but you can't go anywhere you can't go to the beach yeah it's, in october yeah we're right? kind of we're kind of limited here in michigan you know you got june july and august and that's it and we keep we keep trying to find a, a week in august that works we just haven't been able to get away from the uh, summer nationals there yeah this will work you'll roll in on friday morning to the summer nats alicia and i'll be down there early to rock up some uh, some social media we're good to go it's going to be a fantastic weekend Numbers looking really good for the uh, for the summer nationals. Uh, I think over two hundred and twenty or something like that already pre-entered. Uh, whatever it may be, they're they're looking at potentially getting to two fifty. So, the, <laughs> Dave, we had this conversation every time we do this this week in carding. It could easily be this month in carding because we're so obviously so busy to get this out. The last episode uh, was July the second, so essentially a month ago. <laughs> so it is. Well, I mean it's it. As you, as we kind of lo- realized last week before I left to go to the USBKS finale, this week has gone or this month has gone by in a blur. Ridiculous. Uh, yeah. I, I I don't think racing at the Brickyard helped because that took away a weekend. <laughs> and then we were, you know, there was just so much going on. I forgot a number of editorial things that I wanted to get to in the month. Uh, you've been just on the road three of the four weekends. So it's just it's just craziness. Uh, thankfully, you know, August will be a little bit better after we get through summer nats and we'll be able to kind of focus a little bit more on, on getting more podcasts done because, uh, we'll be able to wrangle you a little bit better. Yeah. And, uh, and that's, you know, that's, that's really a part of it. You know, it's just travel time, you know, it takes away a lot of opportunities to record more of these podcasts. This is my first weekend home. This particular weekend would be my first weekend home in six weeks. Cause I was at road America and then I was in California and then I did, I did, Four in a row. I did uh, Indy and then Toronto and then Amarillo, Texas. And I just got back from uh, mid Ohio in the Indy car event. So yeah, it's, we're flying as you, as people, people, people don't know this, but they understand it to a certain extent. 
when we go on a run like this, David, we're, you know, we're rolling on, on Thursday to a race. We get back on, on Monday. It's Tuesday, Wednesday in the office and right back to the race again. So it's, it's, it's a lot of work. We end up putting in 12 hour days when we're home just to try to get caught back up. And as you said, lots of editorial happening, not only the stuff that we're going to talk about here today on this episode of this week in carding, the, the news that really hit the homepage, but you've been working a lot as well on, uh, on our own original editorial. You've got driver rankings coming out. We, you luckily got driver of the month, snuck that in for June, right at the end of July, but it's just crazy busy, right? Yeah, well, I'll be a little bit more prepared going into August uh, now that, you know, July just kind of happened with a with a snap of a finger. And, that's it. That's it. And that's just basically what it is. Like, we knew what we wanted to do. And all of a sudden, oh, my oh my gosh, it's July 22nd. Like, we, yeah. we need to. We, we need to get to, we need to find some time to get this work done. I, I hear you. All right. So let's, you're the managing editor of ecardingnews.com. What, uh, let's get started. Let's knock about uh, uh, some of the news. And uh, first of all, hello to anyone listening, of course, on the ECAN radio network. If you've downloaded the app to your mobile device, uh, that is awesome. Hopefully you're listening on the way home from work. Uh, we're going to get this thing out or to work, either or morning commute or afternoon drive home, either or. We appreciate you having the uh, ECAN Radio Network downloaded uh, to your phone. Of course, all of our all of the content we put on the ECAN Radio Network ev- eventually becomes downloadable podcasts on iTunes. And of course, uh, we have it on the website as well. If you don't have it downloaded to your phone, ecardinews.com slash radio gives you the 24-7, 365 feed. All right, David, we got a bunch of, uh, what, we got three or four, pa- three pages here. Let's uh, Let's start rocking some of the stuff that made it to the homepage on EKN. Well, as we look ahead to this coming weekend, uh, obviously this will be on the radio on Friday. There's still a chance to to take part in an upcoming event, the Stars and Stripes Open. That's happening this weekend. Uh, we saw a number of releases come out in the last couple of weeks for for the event. Uh, obviously, it's going to be a big North American event for the Rotax uh, Power Plant and J3 Competition hosting the event. They've been able to sign uh, Capri Tools and Unipro as corporate partners for the event and for the program long-term. So it's good to have that outside uh, partnership coming in to yeah. uh, to be able to work with uh, events such as this. Uh, as well, adding a, a Briggs 206 category, uh, 500 bucks to win, running on the Mojo D2 tire. Uh, as you said, David, you can still, if, you, if people are listening to this on a Friday, and you want to go racing, 500 bucks to win, Briggs 206 at the Stars and Stripes Open, $75 per driver entry at the track. I dig that. That's cool. No, really cool. Uh, if I wasn't uh, going on vacation, I thought about putting a cart <laughs> putting a cart in the back of the dad's pickup truck, making a six-hour drive down. and Yes. Sleeping, you okay. know, pull in Saturday morning, sleep at the track, and then drive home Sunday night. We, uh, we got the bug again, don't we? That race at, at Brickyard. I know it's fired me up. I got a chance to race at Amarillo as well, but you want to get back behind the wheel. I was, I was right? just going to say you went, you went two race, two races in three weekends. I got back to Newcastle for the first time at a race since we were at Brickyard, yeah. and it was killing me, killing me not to be out there. Yeah, and well, you're you're not that far away. You're a month away from running at Rock Island, and of course, I won't get back behind the wheel. I think probably until we run the cup carts, North America race, uh, at the first week of October, the grand nationals. Now just to add a little bit to the stars and stripes, those of you who are tuning in, be on the lookout for uh, a podcast with Justin Stefani, obviously J three competition, the new importer in the Northern half of the U S RTX group in the Southern half, but the new uh, importer for Rotax. And they've been doing some great stuff. They're, 
focused on kind of grassroots and regional racing and just trying to support where Rotax already is, make sure that the some of the areas that run tag have some Rotax presence. I love what they're doing. Um, and of course, the couple of races, the Stars and Stripes Trophy, the Stars and Stripes Open, an opportunity for North Americans to, to get that ticket to head back to, what, of course, what, what is one of the greatest events in the sport here on the globe, and that's the uh, Rotax Grand Finals. Uh, new name for that. Is there a new name for it? No, the Rock Cup changed their name, right, Dave? Yeah, no, it's still Rotex Max Challenge Grand Final. Still, I keep telling people, you know, they're asking me this past weekend about, you know, what how the Stars and Stripes Open was coming up. Yep. And I you know, I thought, you know, there'd be a number of Canadians coming down. Uh, I know they have some international drivers, uh, Alex Powell, a uh, Jamaican who uh, has been racing up in Europe, over in Europe for throughout the, the season. He's met, coming back to uh, the United States to race. So he's going to be part of the Stars and Stripes Open as well. Uh, I believe Brent Cruz will be there. So there's a lot of, uh, you know, he's a Rotax Grand Finals champion. So there's going to be a lot of competition there uh, throughout this weekend. So it should be exciting. And, and you know, just, you know, just again, talking about it, a lot of uh, praises on the engine. I think they've gotten all, you know, they've got, they've got, They've gotten it down to where it's 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 very raceable. It's great uh, engine to drive, and so it yeah. should be an exciting weekend. You know, and, and I, I was messaging with uh, Justin Stefani uh, just a couple of days ago, and uh, yesterday actually. And again, we we will have a podcast. We're going to get uh, try to line up a uh, an interview. We tried to do it earlier, but he was at a race, and I was at a race, and we couldn't kind of get everything together. Uh, but again. Uh, he tells me he's pretty happy. They're looking at potentially 70 to 80 Rotax entries this coming weekend, which is great. And again, they're resetting this program, right? They're pressing the reset button on this deal. They've got a lot of great initiatives that they're putting in place for 2020 and 2021. So look for good things to come out of the Rotax camp. Uh, J3 competition, bottom line is whatever they do, they do it 100% pro. And the way they're approaching Rotax is I think the way it needs to happen. And we'll talk more about that when I get a chance to sit down with Justin on what will be an industry insider podcast coming up uh, sometime in August for sure. Uh, David, big news coming out of the Supercarts USA camp as well. Summer Nationals next weekend. So Pro Tour, the finale, kind of the focus, but you know, you got you know, they're not done yet. <laughs> um, they were a couple months away from the, from the Super Nationals. Uh, registration uh, closes for the Summer Nats on Sunday night. But Supernats registration is open now as well, and they came out and dropped some uh, dropped some pretty cool news about the new the, the pro shifter category. Yeah, the priority pre entry program has already wrapped up, and registration now is open to the public. And they came out uh, today, yesterday, and today with with some big news about uh, the the uh, prize package a little bit uh, for the Super Nationals with. Uh, the pro shifter category getting elevated to once again being a headline category and offering up the same cash purse that the KZ category is typically seen. Uh, we still don't have the the amounts confirmed yet. Scusa did not release the numbers, but if I recall correctly, I believe it was. Yeah, I, I thought it was was it ten or it might have been five grand to win one or the other. But I think it's ten thousand. Ten thousand to we're win. Still, I we're still waiting. Yeah, we're still waiting to get the specifics. They didn't exactly have um, the specifics amounts given to us uh but yeah so uh that's a that's going to be a, a, a cool deal um and again a ten thousand dollar bonus to any driver who's able to win kz and pro shifter so both those two yeah. categories are going to be uh among the headliners along with x30 senior as well so we'll have the three headline categories once again uh but really what really is is their focus is getting people on board with this pro shifter program 
and they're working with the IME factory to uh, to really put in a, a cool engine lease program. Yeah. So uh, again, it, obviously in years past and for many, many years, we've had the stock Honda being the primary engine at the Super Nationals. This year, uh, Pro 1, Pro Shifter 1, Pro Shifter 2, it's G1 and G2, I believe are all going to be, which is the Masters category, is and Super Masters is, is all going to be on the IAMI SSE 175 engine. So obviously we're seeing people pick it up. They've got good numbers in Pro 1 and Pro 2 this coming weekend at the Summer Nats, but they're going to have 36 engines available on an engine lease program for the Super Nationals. $1,500 rental, um, and it, it, it that... 1500 will also count towards the purchase of an engine if you do want to end up getting the, getting the engine. But David, pretty cool deal. The IME factory will be there. The concept is if you haven't driven it, you want to come to the Supernats, here's an engine rental program. We're going all IME 175 in, in the shifter car categories other than KZ. Uh, so it's, I think it's going to be solid. I think we're going to see some pretty good numbers across the board. Man, it sounds very familiar to what I want to see them do with Mini Swift and Micro Swift. <laughs> you do. I know you do. Yep. But it really what this does, as you said, it gets people who I haven't been part of, of the Pro Shifter or, as you said, G1 uh, throughout the season. Uh, gives them the opportunity to come and try it, and they don't have to invest that full amount in purchasing a, a full engine. And they can get it directly through Scusa and IAMI USA West. So... Um, and it's definitely a great program to, to help jumpstart that for the 2020 season really is, I think what they're, what they're focusing on with that. Agreed. Yeah, exactly. Now visit, uh, IAMIUSAWest.com if you want more information on that engine rental, uh, going from one part of the, you know, kind of one area of the, of the sport, uh, you know, the start contrast, you go from Supernats to actual club racing back to Briggs and Stratton and David, they came out with, uh, essentially a clarification on their 2000, uh, 206 uh, rule set in terms of clutches and some official clutches. Right? Yeah, I think we need to race a little bit more to understand, you know, really how much of the, <laughs> uh, the the technology that's going into the progression of the Briggs 206 engine package. Because as as me and you have, have done over the last, what, five, six years now that we've been doing it, we basically just take it out of the engine, out of the box and, and put it on the on the uh, cart and we're gone. Um, we've, we haven't yep. dealt too much with dealing with different types of clutches or, you know, carburetor maintenance and, and, and situations like that. But it seems to be that, uh, you know, obviously in racing, people are always trying to find the edge and, and find the limits. And, and I think Briggs has, uh, understand that, that certain clutches that have been put out on the market don't exactly meet their OEM standards that, uh, that they've kind of set yeah. the program at. Um, and again, they're an engine manufacturer, so they haven't really told you what you can and what you can't do, but other than setting guidelines. And I think some people have pushed beyond the guidelines, and, and now they're looking to set a uh, uh, approved clutch list uh, to make sure that, that the, the clutch area of the engine package still remains of, uh, an affordable area of where people aren't getting priced out uh, of, the, of the class, really. The simple thing is this. The Briggs & Stratton 206 program is designed to be affordable motorsports. We know what it's done for the sport. It has absolutely uh, re-solidified the bottom of the pyramid, the foundation. People are racing 206s everywhere. People are coming back into the sport who have been out for a while because it's it's affordable. So the bottom line is, is that Briggs and the rule set, which needs to be used around the country, 
it's it's up to them, I think, to be in kind of, I don't say in charge, but they're kind of the guardians of this program, right? This concept. So you can't have a $600 motor and an $800 clutch or even a $500 clutch. The idea is to keep the clutch price, everything low. It's not like you're putting, you know, you have to put rub t- new tires on every race. Uh, the concept is to keep this thing, uh, keep this thing, Affordable, and the funny thing is, rule sets and organizations. One, of, I think, one of their biggest things they have to do is guard the sport against itself, <laughs> because it, we all know that engine builders get in there and they want to start, at, you know, charging five, six, seven hundred bucks to prep a motor that essentially can be raced out of the box. Uh, and then same thing with clutches. Guys are are f- trying to think about trying to find a clutch somewhere, retrofit it for karting. And then it ends up being three or four hundred dollars, and then 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 the people are going to try to open the door to disc clutches, and that's not what this program is all about. That's my belief, at least. Well, yeah, it's as you said. I think guardian is a, is a good word. It's and it and yeah. it is up to the responsibility of the uh, organizations. I think we saw USAC carding uh, backing up Briggs and Stratton with with this uh, clutch clarification. I I believe WKA is behind it as well. So I don't think there's anybody. Uh, backing away from what Briggs and Stratton has uh, set out for for this clutch clarification, but the problem is, yeah, we, you know, there's people that, and again, this is something we need to research a little bit more. People are claiming that they're going through a clutch in a one weekend, and I just, I don't find that to be a a a, a problem because it's something I haven't heard from a lot of racers. You don't, we aren't hearing, I mean, that was something we heard a lot with Yamaha's with, with the disc clutch there. We heard guys were, were working on them after every session, essentially. Um, other than I think, you know, when you go to a track, like, uh, like we did at Brickyard where there's that really tight hairpin and you're almost down to a complete stop. I think that kind of does do a little bit more wear and tear on your clutches. And, and so we had people talking about replacing their clutch after each day last year, I don't really think that was an issue this year. I know me and you didn't, yeah. we didn't even touch our clutches at <laughs> no, all throughout no. the weekend. So, um, yeah. so I, I, you know, again, it maybe it boils down to people not having the right maintenance or just people not uh, installing the clutch correctly. I mean, that's also another situation that could be the issue as well. So it's just, we still need to get more information on, on this and get more kind of racers feedback as to um, the, the, the stability of, of certain clutches that are on the market today. Yep. I agree with you. All right, folks, there's our first segment of this week in carding episode number 12. Uh, David Cole, myself, Rob Haddon providing the news that went, made it to the homepage at e-carding. Uh, August the 1st, the date here right now, we get into a new month. A lot of great racing still to come after this break. We're going to talk, uh, start talking about uh, the Rock Island Grand Prix. Stay with us more to come here on this week in carding. In a sport where the difference between winning and losing is measured in hundreds of a second, you can't afford to leave anything on the table. You invest in the best equipment, the lightest components, and top-of-the-line data acquisition systems. Anything to find one more tenth, right? I'll tell you right now, the best investment you could ever make is in yourself. If you want to improve your results, it's time for professional instruction and coaching at the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy. Located at the new state-of-the-art speed sports racing park just north of Houston, the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy uses the very best equipment, Burrell Art Carts. They offer half-day, one-day, two-day, and three-day clinics. They have a one-on-one student-to-instructor ratio, and they will design a customized curriculum for each student. Allen Rudolph is one of the most respected people in the sport, 
and he has nearly 20 years' experience training drivers, including Chase Elliott, Neil Alberico, Austin Versteeg, and Sabre Cook, and rising stars like Pietro Fittipaldi. Train with a champion with over 30 years of racing experience to get proven results. Start off your season with a driver tune-up. Tune-up your season with some driver coaching. Or get ready for the big races by training with the best. Reserve your dates now by calling 866-607-RACE. That's 866-607-7223. For more information, visit speedsportsracingpark.com slash racing hyphen academy. The shift is on to a new brand and a new way of thinking. Mad Old Nut Racing and Croc Promotion USA are focused on changing the paradigm when it comes to race teams in this sport. And the goal is to support dedicated young racers by giving them the tools and opportunities to succeed. Originally born as Mad Croc, the new branding is Croc Promotion, and Armando Fellini's product continues its dedication to quality and innovation. Croc Promotion USA is the American importer and distributor, and Mad Old Nut Racing is the official race team. We're ready to attack in 2019, and our race results speak for themselves. A.J. Myers swept the first four Winter Series Shifter Cut races of the year, and Andrew Bedozo continues to assert himself as an emerging player. Croc Promotion has momentum. Dedicated and talented young drivers, supported and mentored by team owners who know business and who are passionate about karting. That's Croc Promotion USA. That's Mad Old Nut Racing. Search for us on social media and give us a follow. For over a century, Briggs & Stratton has had a commitment and passion for racing. It's a DNA found in every engine we build today. So whether you kart race, Baja, race quarter midgets, or believe that dirt and snow are just God's way of adding to the challenge, the dedicated spirit of every Briggs & Stratton employee stands at the fence waiting for the green flag to drop. Briggs & Stratton Racing. What powers you? Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network. Rob Howden alongside David Cole. This Week in Karting, episode number 12. Perfect for uh, listening on the way to work or on the way home. Hopefully you've got things dialed in with the mobile device, got you up on the radio. Uh, David, let's jump into some more news about the Rock Island Grand Prix for the first time. Like This is the 25th year of this event. Minor track changes here for the, this particular edition. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny because, uh, I saw the release and I, it just, it kind of made me cringe a little bit, but, uh, they did announce that they're going to look at turns one and turn five. Um, there's, there's obviously certain bumps in both of those corners that, you know, they've asked the city to try and repair these certain sections of the race track. Well, I, I, I don't think the city's really behind, uh, the event as we've seen other street races, but, uh, to where the fact that they'll actually do something to the pavement. Um, yeah. so they've talked about bringing the, basically they're bringing the apexes out a little bit away from, uh, where it's been, which in turn will help narrow the entries into e each of these corners down a bit, but they're also looking at expanding the outside of the racetrack. So that way the width of the race course still remains about the same as what it used to be. Um, you know, talking with some people, it's unless you're really there, you don't realize how narrow or 
how wide certain areas of the racetrack really are. So it's going to be, again, it's going to be one of those things. We're going to stand there probably Friday night, having a few drinks, uh, checking to see, well, just checking to see how, how in fact they do uh, build the track because again, everything's built after 5 PM on Friday, Labor Day weekend, the city streets get shut down and that's when they move everything in and then they start building the racetrack overnight. I mean, less in less than 12 hours, Essentially, they have this racetrack built, which is in in that feat alone is is phenomenal. But uh, but I think we'll be paying a little bit more attention to these two turns for sure. Yeah, I look forward to, of course, I'll be important with the IndyCar on the road to IndyCar. I look forward to seeing the social media that you got up. I'm sure that you'll take some video and and give people a little look, maybe maybe a little Facebook live video uh, for those that want to have a look at the racetrack. Uh, Rock Island also coming up with some adjustments, David, to the weights of the shifter card categories and the King of the Streets open shifter. Uh, those, those two categories, stock Honda going to run at 380. Uh, the Rock and the open Honda, Mod Honda's at 390. KZ at 400 and the IME SSC 175 at 410 pounds. I, I'm expecting this is kind of a transition off of what we saw with performance at, at the Brickyard race. Well, they wanted to bring in the 175. Obviously, a lot of racers are in the Midwest have have moved over to that, uh, but you still have to provide the KZ. And and to be honest, people keep saying the stock Honda at the 380 pound weight could be the ticket because we've seen the stock Honda win there. The uh, I believe 2017 or what was that? Not win, but it was at least the fastest card on the racetrack. Um, so there's still talk that 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 could be the quickest way, and for some of the smaller drivers, it might be the best option uh, because that's 30 pounds less than the 175. So 30 pounds less less weight on the cart might be a little bit quicker uh, rather than that extra 50 cc's that you get there. So I mentioned the weights in the King of the Streets in the Open Shifter categories. For Master Shifter, it's 395 for Stock Honda. Uh, the Rock and the Open Honda at 405, KZ at 415, and IAMI SSE 175. At 425, stock Honda, as De- as David said, in the stock Honda categories, uh, same as it will be for King of the Streets and Open Shifter at 380 pounds. David, 17 classes in total for this year's Rock Island Grand Prix, plus the vintage race group as well. Yeah, they have that new CIK Briggs 206 class. So those who do not like adding the uh, the big, massive G-Man nose piece on, on front of their carts, uh, and as we see a lot of the programs now getting rid of that, uh, that body work, uh, at a lot of the number of local clubs and, and, yeah. and regional series. So they now just have a strict CIK to Briggs 206 class. So that's a new addition. Uh, they've added a second ignite senior category. So you can run ignite three different times if you're a master's driver. So you can run both seniors and a master's class. Um, I believe that's the only two additions. I believe KA 100 is the other addition too. Or not, maybe not K100. Uh, another pot, yeah, another yeah. podcast to look forward to. And we'll ask him all the questions is Roger Ruthart from the Rock Island Grand Prix. We're going to try to get him on next week to potentially have that come out either next week or the week yeah, after. Yeah, K100 senior added. Yep. There you go. David locking it down. All right. Uh, the USPKS, David, wrapped up. You were there at uh, Newcastle Motorsports Park for the Hoosier Grand Prix. But Mark Coach and the crew still rolling with the Route 66 program. And, and they, I think, made a pretty a pretty major move based on uh, looking at the numbers they've had throughout the season, right? Yeah, it was a really huge regional program for Yamaha racing. I think the senior category two years ago was getting 
an average of 30 drivers. Uh, unfortunately, everybody moved over to the KA100 uh, engine package, and already a lot of the junior drivers had moved over to KA as well. Um, so the Yamaha numbers have dropped dramatically and to the point of there were only two Yamaha junior drivers and no senior drivers uh, at the last event. Uh, so they have decided to end those categories at the series and have added Briggs 206 Cadet, junior and senior for the final two events of the season. Uh, your thoughts on that? Uh, well, you know, they're going to do a discounted rate, which I think helps, you know, a lot of people, uh, Briggs racers do not like the higher entry fees, especially when you have to go to a spec tire, which for this program will be MG tires. You can run either new or used and they provide either red, blue, or orange compounds. So you have a variety of different tires you can use. Uh, so it just depends on if you have them in the garage or not, or can buy, get a, a cheap yeah. set used or even a cheap new set. Um, so I think that'll be crucial. I think what it'll do is it'll allow some of these racers who might have a spare chassis laying around in, in a, any of the IME categories to just pull out a Briggs 206 and, and race that as yeah. well. So I, that's my I think, double I think you'll see a, a number of double dippers in the cadets and juniors, but we'll have to see what, uh, the senior categories provide. Maybe just some guys who are, who are local racers, this, or, or just, you know, looking for a, a race on that weekend. Yeah, if, if you're looking for more information, it's Route66CartRacing.com. Two more races still on the docket for them for this year. Uh, August 16th to 18th at Concept Haulers Motor Speedway uh, in Illinois, and then at Mid-State Car Club on se uh, September 20 to 22, last two dates. And again, as David said, Briggs 206, three different uh, groups, Cadet, Junior, and Senior, added to that Route 66 Sprint Series. Uh, David, let's cap off this particular segment. Uh, WKA uh, decided to have a little fun. They've opened up a, a, a cover contest for the tech manual. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Any WKA member who has an artistic mind or, or, or maybe a, a Photoshop, a, a Photoshop <laughs> ability to, uh, <laughs> to manage some photos and some graphics and other things and, and uh, want to put in, submit a, uh, a cover, a possible cover for the 2020 tech manual has the ability to do that. Um, the winner will be selected at the Board of Trustees meeting on September 4th after the August 31 deadline. Uh, the winner is to be announced on October 1st. And basically, the winner is going to get a 45th anniversary of Daytona Cart Week prize package. Uh, that's going to include entry, no matter how many classes you are in. So it could be a road racer who's going to race every single race group out there. Wow, that's um, pretty solid. Two pit passes, one for the driver and one for your guest or mechanic. Uh, obviously a t-shirt and then a little recognition award that, uh, they'll be able to, uh, to have as a momentous, momentous occasion of being the cover designer. That's cool. I like that. That's a, that's a cool deal. Just, uh, something to get the, the WK membership fired up a little bit. It'd be interesting to see, uh, who they end up picking, what kind of designs, uh, end up getting shown at, uh, for the board, of, the board of trustees. All right, folks, another break here in the action. This is again, episode number 12 of this week in carding. It's August the 1st. Our last po podcast for this week in carding was at the very start of July. So essentially this month in carding, but, but we're going to keep calling it this week in carding. Hopefully we can do more and more of these. Uh, when David and I get back, we're going to talk, uh, we're going to talk about 2020 because we're going to start chatting about the, uh, upcoming challenge of the Americas. They released their dates and venues. We'll uh, go over them when we get back after this quick break. 
Hey racers, this is Rob Howden, and I'm super excited to be back with the Texas Pro Car Challenge family this year. After kicking off the season in Denton in March, and having just wrapped up our annual trip to Amarillo, it's time to get the final Texas PKC date on your personal calendar, and I'll see you there. We'll cap off the season on the September 13th, 14th, 15th weekend at the beautiful Speed Sports Racing Park in Houston. The track is the jewel of Texas karting, and you need to experience it for yourself. It's two full days of racing on Saturday and Sunday for Mini and Micro Swift, Briggs 206 Senior and Masters, KA100 Junior and Senior, X30 Junior, Senior and Master, Stock Honda Senior and Master, and of course, Pro Shifter. For information on how to register for the Texas Pro Car Challenge finale at Speed Sports, visit TexasProCarChallenge.com. Are you in need of a podium-proven Briggs 206 chassis? If you answered yes, check out the 2019 Margay Ignite K3 and Brava 206 packages manufactured in St. Louis, Missouri, right here in the USA. The Margay chassis has been racking up 206 podiums on the club and regional level, most recently at big four-stroke programs such as the AMR Homestead Miami Speedway, Texas Pro Car Challenge, Texas Sprint Racing Series, Atlanta Motorsports Park, the Quincy Grand Prix, and the Gateway Cartplex. The best part about purchasing a Margate racing chassis is that everything can be ordered custom, including frame color, decal color, and logo placement. Choose to purchase as a roller, kit, or race-ready. With a race-ready package, just unbox the cart, add gas, oil, and go. Need factory support? Margate Racing is just a call or email away with technical support or setup tips. Interested in renting a cart at one of the biggest karting events this summer? Check out Margate Racing Spec Ignite class and their arrive and drive packages to be part of the 25th running of the Rock Island Grand Prix this coming Labor Day weekend. For more information, please visit margate.com or call 800-562-7429 today. Rotax is officially back in America, and J3 Competition is the iconic brand's new importer and distributor for the northern half of the United States. With a focus on top-notch customer service and unparalleled product support, J3 Competition is excited to work with club and regional series to build the Rotax community in the tag categories. They're promoting a pair of special events this year to provide opportunities for their racers to win tickets to the Rotax Max Challenge Grand Finals in Italy, the sport's most talked about global event. The Stars and Stripes Trophy and the Stars and Stripes Open events will feature J3 Competition's trademark professionalism, as well as the popular engine raffle program to provide a completely level playing field. With tickets to this year's Grand Finals up for grabs, they look forward to seeing everyone at the trophy event in May in Utah and for the Open in August at Pit Race. Rotax is a leader in two-cycle technology, and J3 Competition brings over 75 years of experience to the brand here in the United States. Check out the new Rotax USA program at racerotax.com. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network. Rob Howden alongside David Cole for another edition of This Week in Karting. Uh, David, uh, there was a little bit of little bit of conflicts last year 
uh, with the schedules. Uh, I was only able to get to one challenge of the America's race. You were able to get to two, but you missed one as well. Hopefully things will settle down. Scusa coming out with all their dates. Challenge of the America's locking theirs in as well. Uh, so that program, Andy Saisman's program, looking like there'll be no conflicts for us this year, which is nice. I hope so. Uh, you know, we, <laughs> that's true. You're not we, done yet. We You're still right. have a lot of things going on, but the way that Andy was able to map out his, his schedule for 2020 season looks to be a, w- a winner in our books. Um, it's going to start in January and actually end in March because typically we've always ended in April with the way the calendar and holidays shaped out, it was always ending in April. This year, he's going to end in March, but it's going to be the same three facilities that we went to uh, in 2019. Yeah, January 24 to 26, Muscleman Honda Circuit in Tucson, uh, rounds number three and four, February uh, the 21st to 23rd at Cal Speed Karting Center in Fontana, and then March 27th, 28th, 29th, that David just mentioned, kind of coming back a week uh, weekend into the tail of March at Sim Raceway Performance Karting Center in Sonoma. All in all, David, uh, you know, the move from Rotax to Rock a couple of years ago, uh, they had about a 20% increase in, in total entries in 2018. It's just, it's good to see that program solidifying again, you know, making a, making a big move like that, actually changing your absolute engine <laughs> platform into something different. Uh, it kind of, they stepped right out of Rotex, had pretty much the same numbers on Rock. Good growth this year. You've got to expect that they're going to see another 10 to 20% in 2020. I think so, because we've seen the numbers and shifters switch uh, and grow. And I think the the one area that he really wants to to focus growth on is is the junior and senior, and especially the, uh, the micro division. He saw growth in the micro division this year, where we had, what, three drivers last year, and we actually had over seven drivers this year. So it's good growth. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of where the focus is, is, is getting the uh, the single-speed categories to kind of get back up to where they kind of were before, you know, everything went to uh, the negative. I had to have I had a chance to have a lot of fun as well at the Sonoma race running in the 100cc Masters category. They had a good number of seniors. We had three Masters at that race. I, you know, ideally we'll see that springboard to five or six or seven Masters guys next year. But the 100cc program, which last year ran with both the Rock VLR 100 and the IAMI KA 100, uh, offering you know both of them to be able to chance to race together. I I like the the fact that uh, they're going to p- probably see some growth in that area too, which is cool. I agree completely. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, again, I'm looking forward to going back. So 2012 was our first year. So it's, it's been a great long-term relationship with Andy and his crew and it's just, uh, it's our West coast family. Yeah. No doubt about that. Maybe we'll see if we can't get you in a, in one of the uh, VLR 100s this time around. You, uh, yeah, you'd like that. It's fun. Uh, yeah. But Tucson might be the best, but I'd like to drive that one. I would too. That's a track. I'd really like to try it. Maybe, maybe we'll just, maybe we'll practice on, on Friday. We'll see. Uh, on the other side of the coin for Andy Saisman, of course, you know, FTK Promotions is the promoting entity for the series, Challenge of the Americas. Full throttle karting, the FTK is actually still probably one of the only brick and mortar shops in California. Now, I'm not sure how many brick and mortars are still around. Got to be less than a dozen, maybe, maybe just around there. But anyways, Andy's got full throttle karting and some news for, for Andy as well, bringing on a new, a new, uh, a new chassis brand. FTK. Yeah, it's a great combination. You're going to add, uh, you're going to have Andy Saisman, an industry veteran, formerly a great racer, not so much anymore now, but <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I had to throw him under the bus. <laughs> wow. All right. But yeah, uh, knows exactly what to do and how to get carts going, the, going as quick as they should be. 
Uh, you combine him with Gary Carlton and the new GFC chassis. Uh, that combination now is is put together with Saisman now becoming uh, the newest dealer for the chassis model. Uh, two yeah. uh, two models include the SS31 for tag racing and the GT14 towards shifter carts. Uh, so it's it's going to be probably a lot more GFC chassis uh, ro- roaming around in the uh, Southern California area. Yeah, and, and under the FTK tent as well. They've been uh, longtime Burrell uh, dealers and adding the, uh, the GFC, which is cool. Gary Carlton's program, of course, continuing to grow. All right, David, it's almost time to wrap up this particular edition of This Week in Karting and this podcast. Folks, stay with us. We come back. We're going to chat with you about some of the editorial we've had on EKN, a review of the podcast, and we'll talk about what's coming up on the EKN radio network as well. You've heard the term bucket list. In karting, it refers to the Rock Island Grand Prix. The world's largest street race for karting will host its 25th edition this coming Labor Day weekend, and you owe it to yourself to be there. The Rock Island Grand Prix lands on the weekend of August 30 and September 1, and everyone in the Mississippi River City is ready to welcome grassroots racers as well as some of the best shifter kart drivers from North America to their home race. A total of 17 race groups are set to tackle the city streets of Rock Island, Illinois, over two full days of exciting competition. The volunteer-based committee and their passionate crew turns their streets into a racing festival overnight as drivers compete for the coveted Rock Trophy. Categories range from the popular Briggs 206, Margay Ignite, and Yamaha classes to Tag, KA100, Shifter Divisions, and the famed King of the Streets main event. It's the most fun you can have on and off the track. It's the Rock Island Grand Prix. Learn more by visiting rockislandgrandprix.com. And if you're a passionate kart racer, it's time to cross this one off your bucket list. Joining the Rawlson Performance Group is the obvious choice to take your racing to the next level. Industry-leading driver development is provided by our staff of multi-time national champions, Super Nationals winners, and former Team USA members. And at the same time, RPG continues to be a national-level powerhouse race team. Our goal is to help you raise your game and win races. Rawls Performance Group is setting a new standard with our in-house engine program, AVP Engines, headed by Alex Vincent. AVP has become the benchmark in the IAMI X30 categories. We have the largest trackside OTK inventory, providing parts to racers and teams at all the major events in North America. RPG can also offer multilingual support, as we have French and Portuguese-speaking staff. If you want to fight for championships or want to improve your skills and your chances to win, the answer is to call RPG at 503-260-4514. The Rawlison Performance Group. We race to win. Powered by technology, DID racing chains have a worldwide reputation for superior quality and reliability. Meticulously engineered and manufactured in Japan, DID Genuine Parts are the world's number one original parts supplier for Japanese and European motorcycle manufacturers. A rich racing tradition where results speak for themselves, DID prides itself on engineering the most technologically advanced chains on the market to help you excel on and off the track. 
DID's SDH pin treatment creates an extremely hard chromium carbide layer on the pin surface that houses a soft inner core to absorb extreme shock loads. DID's 219 HTZ racing chain boasts this SDH pin technology, which leads to longer chain life as well as excellent energy transmission to the wheels. Available in the gorgeous gold, the 219 HTZ is the ultimate racing kart chain. Pick up a DID chain at your local dealer today, because when winning is the only thing that matters, go with DID. Welcome back to episode 12 of This Week in Karting, the podcast where David Cole and I get a chance to kind of talk to you about all the stuff that happened, all the stuff that was put on the homepage at ecartingnews.com. Call it uh, a synopsis of all the major news in the sport. The idea is to go weekly with this. We've been going monthly. We'll uh, we'll do what we can to start firing up the frequency a little more. Uh, but David, we're back. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the uh, ECAN editorial. You mentioned earlier how absolutely slammed we were. July blowing through like it was nothing. I you know I was on the on the road for four straight weekends. Made it tough for us to come out with a lot of uh, a lot of podcasts. It's going to be the same when I get rolling here in August. Summernat starts another four race run for me. But we got a lot of a lot of editorial coming out. You were cranking like crazy getting editorial up on the website. Lots of uh, race reports, and we were try as you said trackside a lot. So we had recently the most recent was uh, USPKS Newcastle. So we have the full trackside live program there, along with your trip to uh, Amarillo with the Texas Pro Kart Challenge. We uh, we also published the Route 66 Sprint Series event from Road America, California Pro Kart Challenge from Monterey, and of course we wrap it or we began the month with Battle at the Brickyard. So yeah. lots of racing there. I added a uh, from the Pagoda from the Battle of the Brickyard. You had a morning coffee that also covered the Battle of the Brickyard as well too. Yeah, it, it just I wanted to talk about how much you know how much fun that we had there. Just such a great event, you know. I just it's it, I, I just love the way that events come together. You know, the third year of it. Uh, excited to find out when the date's going to be for 2020. Uh, hopefully, crossing my fingers, you and I'll be able to go back again because we had so much fun and and again just a lap around. You know, the, the 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 lap as they call it around the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, four corners. But for me, it was just and I know you we we both talked about it, Dave. Was just to get that visual. You know, out of four. The first thing you do is come across the bricks. That was super cool. And I realized that I wasn't even looking at the bricks when I was coming across because I was giving a, I was giving the high sign to Jason Burgess. And then I realized that you actually beat me to the bricks too. I don't I should have punched the throttle a little bit. You I know don't know. The there. the video is inconclusive, I think. I, yeah. Really? But, well, there's a there's dude, there's a photo out there that looks like you're across it. Yeah, well, the, I, yeah, again, I guess it depends on the the angle of which you're looking at that. <laughs> All right. Uh, but yeah, that was, we we're looking forward to that. And of course, we cranked out a bunch of editorial, a lot of social media when we were there as well. Uh, I did double duty. Actually, I did triple duty. You ended up doing triple duty as well because you, you, you one ran day, the, one, uh, day. The, you know, one day you ran the main events in Ignite Senior, Ignite Master, and of course, our two. Yeah, I was smart. I waited till Sunday to do it. You did it on Friday, which was <laughs> the most busiest and hottest day that they had. I was so tired. Uh, yeah, I, I'll need to be in better shape for next year and I will be. I guarantee it. Um, you were able to sneak in our June driver of the month uh, right here at the end of the, at the end of July. We probably just totally forgot about it to a certain extent, but you get, you know, we sat down, looked over the the, the candidates and, and you and I selected to go with uh, Jeff Dolian, who had a fantastic weekend at the Quincy Grand Prix at Quincy in the park. Plus he scored a victory in the, in a, a cart road race as well. So 
good on Jeff Dolian, uh, veteran driver, master's driver uh, in the Margay Ignite program and running in other programs as well on the Margay. Very deserving driver of the month. Very deserving. And one again, one of our competitors when we were at Battle of the Brickyard, he came in there as a two-time yep. winner uh, from last year in both Ignite categories, uh, unable to uh, defend either of those races, but still was one of the uh, the top drivers throughout the weekend in all the four categories that he raced. I actually was able to do a one-on-one kind of kicking off our coverage and support of the Rock Island Grand Prix. I I did a quick interview with Roger Ruthart. I had mentioned before that we're going to have a podcast coming as well. And, and David, we actually had a really cool article with, with Chloe Chambers as well. That's, that was a really cool deal. Yeah. She provided some great words on her involvement with the, my next guest needs no introduction, which is the Netflix show in featuring David Letterman. They, I still haven't been able to watch it, but uh, one of his guests happened to be Lewis Hamilton. And so they were able to contact Chloe and, and another Carter to, uh, to kind of get the insight on what carding is. Cause they wanted to really go into Lewis's background on how he got into motorsports. So it's it was a good column, but uh, again, I still need to watch the show to uh, to really see how it was uh, included in in the uh, in the overall scheme of things. I need to do the same thing. Letterman was actually at Mid Ohio this past weekend uh, supporting uh, uh, Graham Rahal and Bobby Rahal, of course, a uh, part team owner in the Rahal Letterman Lanigan Racing Program. Uh, but yes, I need to watch that as well. I, I I watched half of one, I think, with Kanye West. Uh, I didn't watch the end of it. I was, I think I fell asleep. So <laughs> I'll watch more of that for sure. Tell us what we got coming though, Dave. You got a lot of editorial that I know, that I know you're working on. Yeah. As you said, we're going to have the driver rankings here coming up uh, next week. Uh, we're going to have faces of the grid featuring Mike Geeson. That's going to be penned by Blake hunt, our guest columnist that uh, has been providing us with some good uh, insight uh, over the last few few months. And then we're going to look at some product spotlights. We're going to hit uh, some helmet manufacturers and we're going to go after uh, some other carding manufacturers that yeah. uh, have a good niche, uh, good uh, quality uh, products that they provide just for the carding market. Yeah, we're gonna, you're going to see some, uh, essentially the, the helmet lineups from Stilo USA and Bell. Uh, we're going to have some product uh, spotlights as well for Odenthal Manufacturing, for DID Chain, a couple of different uh, manufacturers that uh, have worked with us uh, in in some of the, the projects that we've got working on. So look for that coming as well soon. Uh, David, <laughs> we always say your uh, your uh, b- your job description at eCardi News has been evolving uh, over the last 16 years. Again, 16 years with EK, and I, that's amazing. I appreciate it. Uh, I love having you as uh, as part of the family. But man, it's changing, isn't it? Because at one point we worked on stuff for the magazine, Supercard Illustrated, Shift to Card Illustrated. Then we transitioned to EKN. It's all about the written word coverage. And now you do, I wonder how much of the work you do is actually focused on the EKN radio network and all of our podcasts. What is DJ now my, my main title? Like my yeah. DJ or my audio engineer? I could uh, be an like, audio engineer with all the live stuff that we do. Um, yeah, true. You're like a audio, station manager. Audio too. editor. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> a lot of it. Yeah, yesterday I spent uh, two hours going through the live uh, live broadcasts that we had at, at Newcastle, getting those main events uh, ready to go. So they're playing today on the ECAN radio network. But uh, yeah, we didn't get too many podcasts uh, over the month of July because, as we oh, said, no, we, we were a little bit busy. So all we had really were this week in carding, our episode 11 from July 2nd, or not July 2nd. Yeah, July 2nd, and uh, the ECAN debrief that is going up uh, today. 
uh, available for podcasts. So that's uh, from the Texas Pro Kart Challenge. That'll be, those are the only two podcasts we got uh, in the month of July, but we got more coming up next week. We'll obviously have the ECAN debrief, uh, USPKS, and we'll have this episode as well. Yeah, on the EKN Radio Network. Again, folks, the upcoming shows you're going to see on our 24-7, 365 uh, kart racing radio station. Uh, we've got, of course, the Supercarts USA Pro Tour. Uh, you're going to roll out the Summer Nats again next, uh, we'll, last year's, last year's we, Summer Nats? We'll do, we'll do Winter Nats. We'll do Spring Nats from this year. And then Ooh, we'll like roll out uh, 2018 Summer Nats. So we got okay. three full days of Scusa stuff. And then nice. hopefully we'll be able to get that Industry Insider with Roger Ruthart done uh, for next week, if not the week after. And again, we, we keep talking about trying to do a roundtable, but we kind of have to be at the same place at the same time and not absolutely busy. We, we, I've got a couple people that have, have messaged us kind of cool concepts for roundtable topics. One of them being uh, testing, pre-event testing. Uh, if you know, We'll throw this out there, folks. If you've got an idea for a roundtable discussion of something you think a topic that we should bring some people in on, some industry heavy hitters, bring them in to discuss it, send us a message. We'd love to hear from it. Feel free to, to put it on, on, on social as well. We'd love to get to any kind of input on what you'd like to hear when we start rolling out some roundtable discussions. Otherwise, that David, let's cap things off here, man. We're done. Uh, coming up on the EKN Radio Network, and on EKN itself, rather. Uh, again, uh, Supercarts USA Pro Tour Summer Nationals, August 9th, 10th, and 11th from Newcastle Motorsports Park in Newcastle, Indiana. Uh, David, myself, Alicia Hodap, we are going to be trackside. It'll be an EKN trackside live program. Watch for tons of social media coverage throughout the weekend. And, of course, uh, EKN radio and, uh, and live coverage, uh, all the play-by-play. We'll start on Friday with a little, little taste there in the final practice session, make sure everything's working well. And then, David, you and I are right back at it again, live coverage all day Saturday, all day Sunday, cap off the Pro Tour. Exciting to uh, to see how things un- unfold throughout yeah. the weekend going uh, around that new what was supposed to be the super mile is now going to be more than a super mile uh, configuration that they're going to have there at Newcastle. And just to see how the things shake out for a lot of these championships, pro shifter is going to be pretty amazing with the top three right there within 25 points. Yeah. Uh, you got, you know, to see if Ryan Norberg's going to pull off the four Pete along with Jordan Muster as well too. So four, two yeah. drivers going for a four Pete uh, craziness uh, going to be yeah. happening throughout the weekend. And then, of course, to cap things off, folks, again, more EKN trackside live coverage where we provide the race reports, live play-by-play. David will be at the Rock Island Grand Prix, the 25th edition of that amazing event, August 31st to September 1st, the Labor Day Weekend Classic, The Rock. Uh, David will be racing as well, so it'll be one of those deals where Tim Coyne will be on the mic and David will be covering stuff and it'll be racing as well. It's, uh, are you excited, Dave? You ready to go back to some uh, wheel-to-wheel competition? Yeah, I wish I was racing this weekend, to be honest. <laughs> I know. I would love to as well. I hear you. I hear you. I know. All right, David, that's done. Guys, appreciate you t- tuning in here on the ECAN Radio Network once again. This has been our 12th episode of This Week in Karting. David and I will have another one. We'll try to knock one out midway through the month, uh, so we're not waiting a month between all of these these uh, particular episodes. But we do thank you for joining us. We're done here, folks. On behalf of David Cole, my name's Rob Howden. Bye for now. <laughs>